Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull, and I appreciate you being with us this week. This uh, segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com, and, and if you're looking for the best commercial agent training in the world, I guarantee you will like this. Visit CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Well, we have another important show for you today. We're going to talk about uh, banking, lending, mortgage industry. You know, it's uh, kind of an interesting time there, right? And of course, the availability of financing, um, the underwriting, uh, the sentiment of the lenders, uh, you know, that really has a big impact on commercial real estate. So let's get started. Please welcome my guest is Jamie Woodwell. He's vice president of research with the Mortgage Bankers Association. Jamie, good to be with you, sir. Thank you for being on the show. Uh, thanks so much for having me. And I want to get down to get what you guys see as uh, kind of the sentiment, the opinions, kind of what, what's going on with volume and, and, and what you guys foresee uh, for the, the year ahead of us here. Here we're in the beginning of the second quarter of 2022. And, but before we get into that, Jamie, if briefly, if you could just tell our audience, most people know who Mortgage Bankers Association is, but if you could tell us briefly uh, for those who don't. Yeah, sure. Thanks so much. Uh, and thanks again for having me. The, the Mortgage Bankers Association is really the association for real estate finance, covers the single family side as well as the commercial multifamily side, and really just provides a whole range of products and services for folks who are in the space. We've got uh, advocacy and policy, we've got uh, education, we have um, a, a whole set of research products that we do just pretty much anything that that folks who are in the industry are looking to do uh, we represent them and how long has the association been around oh um, hundreds of years <laughs> it, it, it started <laughs> off I think with farm lending back in the day wow. uh, and has gone through a, a whole variety of different different uh, changes since then and Jamie you look so young I mean hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for that uh, so my, I guess my first question, I think my audience is curious about, Jamie, is how are lenders, how are mortgage folks feeling right now with the, the Fed's rising rates and, and what's going on in the world? Yeah, so, I mean, on the one hand, rates are, are an area of uncertainty. Um, on the other hand, folks have been expecting this rise in rates for, for quite some time. So uh, you've got the Fed really being active and pushing on the short end of the curve, uh, trying to push those rates up, given what we're seeing in terms of inflation and other things. So the shorter the end of the curve has seen dramatic changes, which changes the calculation if you're doing construction financing or other things. Longer end of the curve has been um, edging up, so uh, we have seen um, some significant increases there, but not nearly to the degree of the short end. Um, that changes some of the economics of, uh, of commercial real estate, uh, but uh, it, it's not nearly as dramatic for commercial real estate as it is for residential real estate, single-family real estate, where you've got all the refinancing activity that's heavily influenced by, by rates. Yeah, and when you look at commercial financing and multifamily financing, including um, development. What do those lenders think about uh, what's ahead of us on, 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 on rates? 
is what is there an estimate, a guess of, of what they foresee? Yeah, sure. And and we actually we come out with a, an economic forecast. And if folks are interested, they can go to MBA.org and track it down. And there you'll see our expectations for rates. And we see them edging up higher. Uh, that again, the curve, uh, the Fed continuing to push rates to, to fight inflation and the longer end of the curve being influenced by that, by, um, by the quantitative tightening of the Fed and then just overall economic factors. So um, we do see rates edging higher. Again, the, the, it's coming because of a very strong economy. Uh, so the, the strength of the underlying property markets, um, the, the growth that we've seen in property values, those end up being some ballast for some of the uh, impacts that we're seeing on the rate side. Yeah, good point. I mean, is, is the expectation uh, increased by the end of the year of 100 basis points? Is there kind of a, a idea of what, what people are expecting when it comes to the actual commercial mortgage rates? Right. So on, on the short end of the curve, uh, the expectation is that the Fed is going to be um, pushing rates up pretty dramatically in, in coming um, coming months. So that mm -hmm. certainly 100 basis points uh, over the year is, is well within reason. I think on the longer end of the curve, um, that's probably uh, wouldn't expect it to go quite that high. Um, but again, continuing edging up of those rates. Okay. And let's talk about a couple of the uh, uh, sectors out there. Um, you know, I think you know, multifamily, everybody's kind of comfortable with. It's just been rocking and rolling, and it's, lenders seem seem to love it. Maybe you'll tell me otherwise in a minute. But I like to start with uh, some of the sectors that people are maybe questioning a little bit more. Uh, and if we will, let's start with office. You know, we have a situation where some folks think they can uh, work at home in their PJs, and we don't need offices anymore. How are lenders feeling about that sector? Yeah, it, it's interesting. If you look at where sentiment on different property types has changed, if, if you look at the where things were in the teeth of the pandemic, if you look at, say, REIT returns, um, the, the two sectors that were most heavily impacted um, in REIT valuations and pricing were the hotel and the retail industries. And it makes a ton of sense that right then in the depths of the pandemic, uh, there was just a ton of uncertainty about how the pandemic itself would be impacting those. And you saw less impact during that period on office, on apartment, on some of the other property types, certainly industrial. Uh, when you look now at where that REIT pricing is versus where it was pre-pandemic, you've seen the bounce back in just about all of those other property types, um, uh, good, good, strong growth, but there continues to be some uncertainty about the office market for just what you mentioned. And I think we're, we're getting more clarity. We're seeing um, more offices open, particularly in the, the larger cities. It varies dramatically, metro to metro, um, within a metro, different locations, uh, company type, just a whole slew of different factors that uh, are impacting the degree to which folks have already come back to the office and then also the, the sort of ramp up that we're expecting of folks going forward. But I, I think you're spot on that when, when investors, when uh, lenders are looking at the different property types, um, office still has the most questions about it, but not necessarily all negative. It's just that the, where we are in the pandemic, We've seen the results of the pandemic for a lot of other property types. The, um, the office, it still is a little bit less known. Yeah. And we have closed some um, loans with acquisitions on properties we, we took out to market. 
uh, where lenders were pretty happy with doing loans on office properties. Um, but as you said, uh, you know, I'm sure it's a case by case basis. Do you get a sense from from the lenders, the members of your association, that uh, office is more of the lenders are saying kind of staying away from office, or are they just underwriting it a little tighter? Or what's your sense? Yeah, I, I, my sense is that lenders want to make loans right now. There's there's a huge uh, interest from lenders to put money out um, into commercial and multifamily. What they're doing is they're looking for where they can where they can make deals make sense. And for some property types, it's it's pretty straightforward. In a property type like office, they're they're assessing um, where it is geographically, how how far that um, market has come back, what the lease structures are, the types of companies, and really on a case by case basis, figuring out which of the loans are absolutely, you know, can't wait to do it. And then ones where they might have some more questions and they either want to underwrite around it or, or figure out uh, how, how to make it work. Yeah. So what is the overall sentiment, uh, opinion of, of your members? Um, I know you do the, the survey. You know, what do they think about the, the year ahead? Yeah, so we, we did our, our last sort of outlook survey back in December, January. And at that point, the expectations were very strong that um, that lenders, originators looked out and they saw um, strong appetites from borrowers to take out loans and strong appetites from lenders to make loans. And I think both of those have really continued to, to go on. Um, when you look at the appreciation that we've seen in uh, commercial multifamily properties, there's, there's an awful lot of equity um, being held in properties. Um, and so that's very bullish for the market. And then when you look on the, the um, lending side, uh, commercial multifamily mortgages have continued to be great um, places for life companies, um, CMBS market banks and others to put their money. So, um, so they're looking at the market and continuing to want to put money there. Again, looking for those deals that, that make sense to, to do right now. Are you hearing anything from your members, Jamie, uh, about challenges with construction loans related to uh, delays and uh, supply chain issues and, and, and rising construction prices? It seems like you do the math on a deal and it, it, it can change pretty quick these days. I, I think you're spot on on all of those. So, um, you know, the, the inflation is not just coming through at the gas pump, but it's coming through in all of the construction materials that, um, that, that you need to build a new industrial property, multifamily or other. Uh, so there, there are lots of questions and folks trying to figure out how to mitigate risks of rising costs. Uh, and then just looking at some of the stats, for instance, on um, multifamily starts and completions, uh, you've seen the completions sort of a little bit of a, a backlog there. Um, growth in the number of projects that are that are under construction um, and a little bit of a fall off in completions than what you would expect as folks are waiting for that last door or refrigerator or whatnot uh, to finish off their, their property. So are lenders basically kind of just underwriting that, you know what, we know we're, the, the, the developer's going to come back to the well here and uh, need some more money or need some more time, but are they kind of just expect it or how do they manage that? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't really have a whole lot of insights in, in the particulars of that. Just know that it's, it's something that has to be, be dealt with in today's market. Yeah. And Jamie, what's your sense on um, underwriting scrutiny 
you know, these days and how it's compared to maybe the last few years? Yeah, I, to me, I think a lot of the fundamentals of the underwriting have held very consistent. Uh, and then back to what we were discussing earlier, lenders are then looking at that, working through the underwriting to figure out which deals make sense and, and how much uh, a particular property can support in a loan, whether that be on the debt service side or the, the LTV side. Um, the, the changing interest rates change that calculation and change what might be the binding rate there between the, the loan amount or the, the payment levels. Um, but, but overall, again, there's, there's a strong appetite from lenders to, um, to, to make loans right now. And they've had good long run of success with the way they've approached underwriting. Yeah. Jamie, if you were going to give some advice to lenders out there, uh, you know, where we are today, beginning of the second quarter of 2022, what advice would you give them? Yeah, I mean, it, it's such an interesting time right now. We've been sort of dominated by the pandemic for a while, sort of climbing out of the pandemic. And now we're, we're in a bit of a getting back to normal phase um, in terms of the lending and real estate investment markets. And I think there you end up getting back to the the basics of supply and demand in different markets. Um, we've got very different situations for different property types and different markets. Uh, you, you've seen the um, the industrial and multifamily markets, which have been so hot. You've seen development activity really pick up in those to to try and meet that demand, um, and it, it's barely barely scratching the. The, the need. On the other hand, you've seen on office and retail a bit of a pullback in new construction in many markets um, as those markets raise some questions. So that supply demand is always a question. Um, but lenders, when they're looking to make loans today, again, commercial multifamily mortgages have performed very well for them. There's a lot of experience out there in, in making those loans. Uh, and so I think the, the system is really in a great place to, to sort of move on to the post-pandemic uh, period, knock on wood. Yeah, that, that, uh, I totally agree with that. You know, if you look at uh, back in 09 and 2010, when, when there was so many problems, and we, we, we worked with a lot of lenders and, and selling notes and, and REO. And, uh, you know, the, they knew very little about the properties. And a lot of the folks, you know, didn't, you know, have a lot of experience. And it seems like today that lenders really know a lot more about commercial real estate. And they, and they really know more about their borrowers. They know really more about the assets, don't they? And I think that that's spot on. And it's really interesting when you look at how uh, lenders work through some of the biggest challenges during the pandemic, which, again, focused very much on retail and hotel. And when those properties were um, were meeting difficulties because of cash flow changes, uh, lenders were able to go right in, work with the borrowers, figure out what the best solution was for that property, very much helped us through that period. And now I think they're taking some of that learning and some of that experience to look at what at properties and where they are today and what might that that might mean about their financeability and sort of where the great opportunities are going forward. And no one's really uh, hopefully predicting uh, a recession ahead of us, but markets always a cycle. Is it the opinion of lenders basically that if we did hit a recession or something that we really are in better shape, that we have lower loan to value ratios, that we we have a safer environment. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just remarkable if you think about what's happened to the collateral for loans over the last year. So, commercial real estate prices drop, uh, increasing by say twenty percent just in twenty twenty one. That creates a whole lot of support for the market for all those loans that are outstanding. So, um, I, I think the the market is in in really you know great shape um, for whatever might be the next chapter. Yeah, well, that's good to hear. Well, Jamie, what would you leave our audience with to think about uh, about the lending industry? Um, you know, it, it's funny. We just had our commercial real estate finance conference convention we have every February. And one of the things we do to wrap up uh, our economic session is we've got a bingo card of all of the topics that we expect people to be discussing in breakout sessions and the receptions. And it's just a fascinating set of topics, you know, everything from interest rates and inflation, like we've touched on during this conversation, to ESG and climate change, to, um, to the different property types and what's going on. On there. So, uh, you know, I, the thing I love about commercial real estate and commercial real estate finance is there's just so much going on and there's always more to learn. So um, I think sessions like this, um, some of the research we put out at MBA, hopefully all of those uh, give, give participants in the market a chance to just keep learning and keep sort of looking over the horizon at what's next. Yeah. What are a couple of the um, resources at MBA.org? Uh, that are available to maybe non-members uh, at the site? Yeah, so a ton up there. If folks go to mba.org, they can sort of browse around. Um, we've got a, a list of all of our conferences that are coming up, whole range of those. Uh, there's a lot of great policy updates, information about advocacy, really important topics uh, uh, that, that people in commercial real estate should be interested in. Uh, and then news and information from some of our e-newsletters. And then my personal favorite is, of course, our research and economics pages, where we've got results from our surveys. Um, we've got a blog up there, uh, other things. People can download our quarterly data book, uh, which every quarter gives you a really great snapshot of what's happening in the market. Market. So lots of great information if folks want to go up to mba.org. That's awesome. Thanks for sharing that. And uh, everyone should bookmark that one. Jamie, thank you for being with us, sir. Thanks so much for having me. All right. And thank you for joining us around the country. Thanks for sharing the show. Thanks for connecting with us. Uh, I'll reach out to me if you have any questions or you have any thoughts or comments or you have any show ideas. Uh, and thank you for listening and watching. Until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Buxton. Take leasing site selection and due diligence to the next level. Make the right decisions with on-demand mobile data. Visit BuxtonCo.com. By Bull Realty, for proven commercial real estate asset and occupancy solutions, contact me. My email is Michael at BullRealty.com. By Commercial Agent Success, expert-level commercial real estate broker training. Cloud Access 1, up to 21 one-hour videos. Visit CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and sharing America's commercial real estate show.